All right, welcome back to another episode of Rip Through It. Today is a special one. I've been trying to get this guy on for about a week now, which is not that long really, but uh, a week in ISO terms is very, very long for me. It feels like day, days go by very slow. So I'll start it off. He's 25 years of age. He's played 49 games, kicked 49 snags. AFLPA best first year player in 2018. AFL Coaches Association best young player, even though he's like 24 or something there, but he's still young. <laughs> Our All-Australian in 2019 took my position on the wing, I reckon. Don't know how that happened. We'll talk about that later on. He's had 37 Brownlow votes in his career. Yours, he's actually an actual superstar. Like, I've been doing, uh, reading all day on this guy, and I can't believe what's going on. Welcome, Tim Kelly, to the Rip Thrill Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, boys. Good to be on. Finally my be on. Man, my man. Good to have you, man. Good to have you. It's you've been, heard, uh, you've yeah. You've heard about this, right? You've heard about the podcast, haven't you? I have. I have. No, it's, um, no, you guys... Again, massive traction. So, um, yeah, definitely heard about you boys. Yeah, and doesn't miss an episode, of course. He's uh, he's uh, an avid a weekly weekly uh, weekly listener, first time caller. So this is good. <laughs> Run us through your ISO period, man. So it's been about seven to eight weeks. Uh, you've just bought a beautiful house with a lot of land um, somewhere in Perth, WA. There. Uh, run us through that, and how's it all been going for you uh, in this tough time? But just in ISO itself, how you been tracking? Yeah, no, it hasn't. Um, Oh, it's obviously obviously sucked not um, being able to play footy. You know, I'm definitely missing it, but um, it hasn't been all bad. You know, it's been good. Um, it's been good spending time with the family. Um, you know, as you said, I've recently recently bought a new house and um, yeah, got got a got a bit of space. Me and me and my partner, me and Caitlin, always wanted a bit of land and mm. you know, plenty of room for the boys to ride motorbikes and hit golf balls and all the rest of it. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's yeah, it sort of happened at a good like sort of happened at a good time. Like I reckon. Yeah. When um the, the house that we were staying in before this was um you know it was a not it was a nice decent house but it was um you know the backyard was very small and um I couldn't imagine if this whole um you know <laughs> virus pandemic happened while while I was still there and the three kids um, running around running mark and oh oh mate so <laughs> um yeah but no it's good like you know nice and nice and private um you know, have your own space and that and, and plenty of room for the boys so no how, it hasn't, like said, city, it hasn't it? been all too bad. Um, from the city, uh, about twenty-five minutes. Oh, that's not too so, bad. So yeah, not too, training not too bad. Easy. Yeah, yeah, training is about twenty minutes. So, no, it's good. So I've, I've been I've been keeping up with the Instagrams. Obviously, um, I was talking off air before that uh, we had a big night in the Brownlow night, and I got to meet Caitlin, and she's uh, your <laughs> lovely fiance. Um, who's who's uh, horses and stuff? Is that on the is that your is that your animals on the on your land, or is that next <laughs> door neighbors? What's going on? Nah. Because I'm nah, a little bit jealous. They're, they're the nut. No, they um, it's actually it's pretty cool. Like they're actually out there at the moment, but um, yeah, they're they're not mine. They're the neighbours. Um, yeah, I don't think they have. I don't think they race or anything like that. I think they just look after some horses and um, the paddocks that I've got. It it, it the grass get um grows quite high, so yeah. it's good having the horses go in there and they just clear it all out. So it saves me having to go in there. But it's pretty cool as well for the kids. We you know we you know regularly we'll go and buy a couple of kilos of carrots and um <laughs> yeah feed them up and now oh, the kids love it so how's that for yeah, buying a land good. you get you get a nice big house bit of land you get some <laughs> free animals on there as well so we're talking about so you, you just got to obviously a well-speculated trade you got to uh wa west coast eagles did you in the in that in that off season when it all went down you finally got ticked off did you like get sent a program from them is that similar to what you're doing now because for us it's the lions boys we pretty much just finished our off-season, our pre-season training, and now we're doing the same program again. So 
that was that was pretty that's pretty tough mentally doing that. But is that is that what's happened for you in terms of staying fit and being ready for the recall? Is that similar to what you've been doing, or you just been winging it, yeah. uh, running around <laughs> running around your land or <laughs> that shit yours? Yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely haven't been winging it. Um, yeah, the uh, the guys, um, you know, the the team we got at the club, you know, they're they're great as I'm sure all all um you know physios, strength and conditioning coaches, and 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 all the rest of that at, at any any club. So. Um, yeah, look, we've been given programs um, quite similar to our off-season programs, mm-hmm. um, and they've ramped up a little bit now that we've sort of um, been given a bit of a date as to as to yeah. when we may be back. So, um, yeah, they've been pretty solid. Um, I wouldn't say they've they've been to the point where um, you know we're, we're absolutely um, killing ourselves, <laughs> but you know, in terms in you know um, being able to maintain strength and um, you know running capacity, fitness, and all those things, it, it's been great. So. Um, you know, and having the flexibility, being at home, you know, um, sometimes I don't, I, you know, I know some boys will get up and they'll bang, smash it out in the morning. And no. sometimes it doesn't work like that for me. You know, having kids, it, it, it's, it's tough, you know. So um, sometimes i got to get up with them. And, um, you know, sometimes when they go to sleep, I'll smash it out midday. Or um, sometimes I've been doing my weights like late at night. But um, it's been good, like just being, you know, being able to get it done when, whenever I need and, and stay on top of things. That's exactly the same as me. me. That's like in the, in the morning because I've, I've been doing that homeschooling um, scenarios. I've been doing grade one with Chancy Boy. So I get up at like 8 o'clock to that with him and half our list's already done there. Probably three quarters already done their running by 9 o'clock and I'm like, nah, my body's not feeling that great first thing in the morning regardless. So if I, I train every afternoon, I don't I do not do anything till afternoon. And as you said, like I pretty much raided the Gabba when we got told that we can't be there anymore and took a few weights home and – uh got that on my balcony so even at like nine o'clock at night i'll just be chilling out I'm like i might go do some weights now so i understand what you're saying with kids man yeah <laughs> tim how did you find the first um the first couple of weeks because mitch and i when we when we sort of did one of our first podcasts um you know once the whole lockdown sort of happened i remember mitch you were saying that you really struggled just with the lack of routine and um not having that direction and that schedule you know how, how did you find it tim that just those first couple of weeks as you were starting to ease into you know what was kind of a new normal yeah, it was definitely different, um, and I reckon uh, I was a little bit lucky in a way. Like I, I, I absolutely raided raided the club once I found out we weren't allowed to be there. Um, bit like bit like Mitch, I, I took a whole bunch of stuff home. So um, yeah, able to do a fair bit in my shed, um, which is good. Um, and yeah, got plenty of rooms to to run and that. But um, unless you got someone with you, you, you do lack motivation at that time, and that's something I reckon a few of us. Um, a few of us Eagle Boys spoke about is um, I reckon the first couple of weeks I was like you know what like um, just taking it in my stride and and then um, it was probably like week three and week four where um, it it was yeah I was finding a little bit tough like motive like I was still doing every session yeah. but I reckon it was yeah. that initial that was the initial phase before it where you're having that little battle in your head like oh should am i really going to do this today i can't really be stuck or it's too hot outside serious mental demons eh? a bit like a bit like that so um but um yeah look oh man i've you know can't complain i've done everything that's been asked and um yeah but i've definitely had little dips of of motivation um here and there but um now like i said before now that we've been given a date um that motivation's back and you know uh, like anyone just hungry to get get going and play some games because Mitch, you, you felt that. I mean, you you kind of said, you know, in particular those first few weeks, it was a bit of a struggle just to to sort of come, overcome those mental demons. Like, I'm, you know, I remember you, you telling me how difficult it was. Yeah, it was more more the fact like, what was I training for? Like, we just done this off season, the preseason program. We just got literally <laughs> smashed, like running, like yeah. you rock up the training, do your main session, and you do running after it, like, 
it's not easy. Like eventually you're like, oh, you do that because you got round one and then you play one game and then it's, and that even that one game you play was just the weirdest shit scenario I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and then going into the ISO period where the first couple of weeks was probably like all new. So it's kind of like, oh, this is actually not too bad. Like something different won't, won't be too long. And then it was like to seven, eight weeks, we got, we got told it was going to be even longer probably. So that's when I was like, mm. oh, man, I'll do my training this after later today. Then if I didn't do it that day, I'd be like, oh, I'll do it, do it tomorrow, like type of thing. So that's yeah. where I was like, I'm also struggling with that because you, there's no end sight. Like you don't know how long you're going to be doing it for. And it, you, we can smash ourselves as much as you want for no reward or you can break down if you're going to go too hard. So I did the mm. program and I'm not going to lie about it. I probably did like um, – I've done pretty much all of it, but the, the level I did it at – probably wasn't the same if I was doing it obviously at training. So that's what I mean, like the mm. intensity and stuff where yeah. where we know where we know now that we've got to, um, you know, next few weeks probably possibly going to be back at training and potentially playing games. Like we've got to start doing more like change of direction stuff and more sprinting and kicking long distance with the ball so you don't get those soft tissue injuries. But that's about where I was at. But as we've got, yeah, we've got not, Timmy, yeah. Timmy Kell. So I, I wanted to I put – you at the top of my list. I got you, then John O'Brown. I put you on the top of my list. So I went for you first to talk about. I just wanted to understand about your growing up because your story is actually amazing. And I've done a little bit of like checking articles and shit here and there, but I just want to understand like your growing up situation. What was what was the deal? Because you're obviously a pretty good footy player, but you got overlooked in five drafts. Um, you know, you, you play. I think you came second in the Sandover Medal at one stage, and even your South Rio best, best and fairest and stuff. Run, run us through your your career growing up as a footy player and, and how that, you know, panned out towards the end? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like anyone who, um, who, who is playing footy, I, I grew up at an early age and, you know, had a lot, had a love for the game and, um, you know, had a footy in my hand ever since I was about, you know, two, two and a half years, years of age and grew up watching my old man. So, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he actually only just stopped playing footy probably a few years ago. Hey, so, did you play you know, with him or not? Yeah. No? Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, played a few games with him um, <laughs> you know, a couple of years before I got drafted. So, um, yeah, no, it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. But, Where was um, that at? Was that at South Frio? Surely no, nah, it was uh, Kugelup Amateur Football Club. Oh, so, okay. it's a, um, I think it's like a D grade or something like that, um, yeah. amateurs over here. But, um, no, that was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, you know, grew up watching him and, and it just, you know, passion for the game just grew from there. And, um yeah, always, um, always something I've, I've been, you know, pretty good at and um, could, you know, it was, AFL was something that I always dreamt of and mm. uh, it was the only thing I could really see myself doing, um, you know, year seven graduation stood up and said, yeah, when I, um, when I grow up, I'm going to play AFL for West Coast Eagles, you know, it was sort of hey. that, it was, it, it was, it was, it was always that and, you know, like a lot of people would, you know, would laugh and, you know, um, and then it's not until you get older where you realise, oh, this might not happen, and, it's and not you as start easy to, to say, yeah, yeah, you start to learn that you got to, you know, find other, other goals. But um, yeah, I grew up uh, in the Palmyra, um, Palmyra region, um, which is a East Fremantle zone over here, and um, come up in their ranks, you know, under 14s, 15s, and 16s. And after after my campaign there, I, I wasn't probably getting the best run at that time, and um, I moved over to South Fremantle, who eventually later later in life got got drafted from, and. I was there for about about six years, and um, unfortunately didn't didn't win any. Uh, played finals a few years towards the end, but um, yeah, didn't didn't um, you know win a flag or anything like that. And I uh, came pretty close and um, got beat by my teammate actually. Um, 
Hayden Schloy, shout out to the great Shout man. out Hayden. Never um, miss an episode. Is, you know, of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Definitely doesn't. Um, yeah, no, nah, great player. Actually surprised he hasn't um, been drafted yet as well. But yeah, put me in the Sandover. Um, and uh, yeah, in a couple um, club BNFs as well, I think. So, um, but uh, yeah, you know, obviously lucky enough to, to finally get picked up by the Cats and, you know, the rest is history. A big choice. Yeah, Tim, I, I, Tim I, I remember when we were talking last year, you kind of said to me on the phone that um, you used to wake up 5 a.m. For, for work. You were an electrician. Your, your days were long. I, th- I think you, you wouldn't come back from work till about 5.30. Then you had to quickly get changed to, to head to footy training and then you wouldn't be back till nine and then you'd do it all again the next day. I mean, is that kind of how life was like for you for a while then? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it was. That, that's pretty much how life was like for me. Um, you know, it was. Yeah, it's pretty tough being semi-professional. Um, obviously, trying to you know um, devote yourself and be as committed to um, you know your game. And, and that's something I've always said. Like I, I've always wanted to. Um, I said to myself a couple of years before I didn't get drafted. It was I just want to I just want to play as high as I can for as long as I can. So um, you know, being as good as I a player I can be for Sacramento, that was always my goal and you know, that, that meant for me being committed and, you know, going every session. And, yeah, it was tough waking up early in the morning at, you know, any time between 5.30 and 6, off to work, finish work about, you know, 3.34. You know, depending on where, where we were, it wasn't, there was no coming home. So, it was, you know, you take your, take your gear with you straight from there, straight to training. Um, you know, you're there for a couple of hours and then by the time you get home, it's, you know, it's 8, 8.30 at the time. Um, the year I got drafted, you know, my... Uh, Caitlin was heavily pregnant with our twins mm. um, uh, and my oldest son um, was was a handful you know running around um, you that's know and, and that's you know it, it, you know like three times a week um, you know I feel for the guys who you know who who, who love their footy and, and are playing semi-professional you know hopefully um, <laughs> yeah I don't know they, they they should they should get paid more to be honest like it's, yeah. it's bloody tough mm. you know the guys in the VFL and NFL and the waffle um but um yeah I mean that was that was life for me for for a few years and yeah it was it, it was never really um it was never really tough until until you know my oldest son Tykeem came along and then it was you know Caitlin's heavily pregnant with the twins and yeah I was hardly like it, it felt like you hardly seen them throughout the week you know mm-hmm. and then and then it's like bang get snapped up um you know drafted and you know make it to the league and um man it's just so different like Heaps of half days, you know, pre-season's <laughs> Too pre-season's much time, tough. too much time sometimes. Too, too much time, you know, pre-season, pre-season's, t- pre-season's tough. And, and, I might go um, to the club, get some physio. That, Sorry, babe, I'll be back later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, guess, I guess like that, man. Um, but yeah, you know, home all the time, like it's, yeah, it's wicked. How'd you keep all the motivation? Because oh, I, I went to Adelaide, so I got moved out of home when I was 17, went to Adelaide for mm. a year, lived with my sister, um, and that kind of put me on the straight and narrow and then came back to Tassie and got drafted when I was like an overage 19-year-old. So how did you how did you keep the motivation up after being overlooked for like five drafts, man? Like that surely put a big dent in your confidence that, oh, am I actually going to get picked up? Or were you always talking to AFL clubs about the possibility of getting drafted? Because it must have kept you going. Or as you mentioned, you just want to be the best player you could be, depending on what level that was, it didn't really matter. But did that dream stay yeah. alive? And where was the motivation coming from? Yeah, I think um, I think the dream always stayed alive. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. The dream always stayed alive. Um, yeah, it it was definitely tough. Um, I was pretty fortunate. Like, I'm I'm pretty fortunate. I got a, I you know I got a great support network. Like my my parents are mm. rock solid. Uh, always have been from day one. Um, you know my my 
my brothers are very supportive. Caitlin and her family love my footy. And, and um, yeah, I've always just had, you know, good people just steering me in the right direction. There's been a couple of times where I've decided, like, oh, mate, you know, like, I'm growing up, I've played, um, I, I like to do a bit of everything. So growing up, I played a fair bit of basketball. Um, still Any love, good? still love, uh, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, have you watching the MJ docker or not? Have you watching MJ? <laughs> oh man, been, oh, I've been loving that. Hey, eh? how's it? Is it? I think a couple more episodes get released today, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. definitely Everyone's holding out till tonight. Everyone's holding <laughs> yeah. out till tonight. Yeah. So um, yeah, but um, you know, did that? Play, um, did a little bit of boxing as well. Never any good, but oh, sure, um, sure, sure. yeah. You know, as, as I got a bit older, and it was like, okay, um, footy might not be working out. It was, I might go do this. I might go do that, and um. Yeah, you know, they always, you know, especially my mom um, was just big on like Timmy. This, this is what you, this is what you want to do. You just stick at it. Just play it. Like who, who cares? You know, like and then, and then it just stuck with me. Like okay, well, oh, I just want to, you know, I, I do love this game, and um, I just want to, like I said, play, uh, play as long as play as high as I can for as long as I can. Um, and throughout the years, even there was a lot of um, disappointment and whatnot because um, I, you know, I. I Saw a lot of guys, um, a lot of teammates, um, you know, go on and get drafted, yeah. and um, and you know, always happy for them, and you know, but at the same time, you're sort of looking like, oh, you know, I'm 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 just as good, sort of thing. Um, and I always knew, always known, like you know, if I'm lucky enough to get a chance, like I'll um, I'll, I'll be more than good enough. I'll yeah. be more than good enough, and um, yeah, you know, fortunately, um, you know, that happened. But throughout the years, there was always contact from clubs. You know, it was always always clubs, you know, saying this and saying that. And then, you know, uh, 20, uh, 2016 had a, had a pretty good year. Um, and then 2017 just, um, you know, just took, took my game to, to, a, to a whole new level and, um, you know, had some really big games that, that sort of put my name on the map. And, um, yeah, before, you know, I was pretty confident heading into the draft that, um, yeah, I, I, if it doesn't happen this year, it's never going to happen. It just, I had, you know, at that time felt like I had, you know, that good a year to, to you know, to not get drafted. So yeah, yeah, yeah because enough because in your under eighteen years and stuff, you got um, few in- you have like injuries or anything like that growing or not really like when yeah. you're in under eighteen and stuff. That's what I saw somewhere. That's where it kind of took you to, yeah. to develop, but get looked at properly. Yeah. So um, my my eighteens my eighteens year hurt me because um, I started off the season like had some some pretty good games and. Mm. Um, my coach at the time, Paul Hazelby, uh, actually, sorry, he wasn't my wasn't my Colts coach, but he was. So Colts over in WA is kind of like Tat Cup, yeah, yeah, quite similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, he was our lead coach of of South Fremantle. Um, I think he was actually player slash coach at the time. <laughs> of course, he would be. Uh, which, 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 is, which is which is yeah, yeah, which is which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, he was like, oh mate, like you know, I can see you playing league in a, in a few weeks, and I, I just played you know a few good Colts games and yeah. He's like, man, I can, I can see you playing league. How about you? You give me a couple of games in reserves, and oh, um, yeah, no one wants to play reserves. Paul, we'll, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we'll we'll give you we'll give you a couple of games in, in the resies, and then um, you'll be straight in the league. And um, I was like, oh, as a young kid, I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, no worries. Like, let's do it. First game of reserves, playing against men. Yeah, like, bang, just got ripped, like, ripped in the first quarter, <laughs> ripped at the uh, at the hits. Yeah. Um, before you know it, I had. Um, just by getting tackled and um, getting like twisted out of here because I tried to handball across my body yeah. at the same time got tackled. Um, I tore my oblique. Um, oh, it was like a cricket bowler's tear. Kidding. Yeah, in my abdominal abdominal region. So, yeah. um, 
yeah, I was out. I was I lasted five minutes in the first quarter, and then I was out. And it was a bit of a drive too. It was down in Mandra, which is oh, like no thanks. What's it like two three yeah, hours? Close, close 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 to an hour out of Perth, and yeah, it oh, it wasn't wasn't a good day. And and that and I was out for about five or six weeks with that, and then yeah. I've came came back, played a couple of games, and then um, tore my um, did a grade three ligament tear in my left knee. So at, at that time, like I think I, I had a lot of skill and had, yeah. had a bit of talent and that. Um, just the consistency to get my, games together going. Mm. Body, eh? Yeah, like my body was just, um, you know, my body it took my body was really weak and um, obviously not, you know I was getting hurt too easily. So it took me a little time. You know, I, I was never one to. Um, I don't know how you were, but um, strength and conditioning early on wasn't like a big thing for me. It was like why are we why are we doing weights? Like I just wanna get, like give me the ball. Like let's play. You know, like yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Let, let's let's have a scratch match. That, that that's always been my mentality. But um, yeah, that's probably been one of the things that led to you know my game developing and and you know going to another level. Is mm. um, you know I've started to you know um, have you know a bit of a, a love and passion for hitting the gym and and trying to improve and you know understanding how it relates to my game on field, um, especially yeah. with the position I play. So. Um, were you always yeah, a mid, were you always a midi or were you like half forward type pocket forward? Um, always a mid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So you got so obviously big Troy Selwoods are hit you up from Geelong Cats. Your name's been read out. Uh, what pick were you? Pick twenty four in the national draft. So is that is that the that's not the real draft? Is that's like the rookie draft, right? No, it's no, that, that was oh, the full draft. draft. I've never heard of the yeah. national draft. It used to be what? What is yeah. it called? It was always been called that? Oh now you learn. They learn something every day. So you got drafted pick twenty four in the in the big draft um to Geelong. Yeah. Run us through the emotions there, because you just spoke about before um your partner Caitlin and you had a um a, probably a one to two year old son at the time and you had twins on the way. Um leaving WA under with all that happening, run us through like the emotions. Like, obviously you would have been Wrapped to be going in the AFL after all this time, um, everything you put into it, getting getting there, run us through like getting to Geelong and when you kind of started realizing, oh wow, I'm actually in the AFL system now and I'm around all these big name players. Run us through that. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I was I was thrilled. You know, it was um, it was a dream come true. Um, a lot of hard work, you know, a lot of commitment, dedication. Um, you know, that has led to you know being a you know, being called a, a professional at, at something that you love doing. And, um, yeah, I reckon I knew – I had a funny feeling that the Cats were going to pick me up. I, I had a call from Troy Selwood a couple of weeks before, um, and he just said, you know, um, just letting you know, like, we, we, rate you, we rate you better than a rookie. So, um, yeah, I can't remember the exact words, but it was like, oh, just know we, we rate you a bit better than a rookie, and we can't really give you an indication as to where. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and in my head, I've gone, oh shit, like, oh, cats are, cats are keen. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was reading a lot, I was reading a lot of things that was going on. Like, obviously, um, Gaz was was coming coming back as well. Oh, was that his first year um, back? It was his first year back, yeah. Oh. So, um, so would have to give up a few picks yeah. to kind of get in there if that was going to happen. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> yeah, well, um, uh, well, I knew that he was coming back and he was a midfielder, and I just, you know, looking at their midfield, it, it was it was already stacked. So, um, in my head, I'm going, "Oh, are they thinking that they're going to like, you know, get me and keep me on the list for a couple of years?" Like, yeah. I, was like oh, I don't think they'd draft someone who'd have 
three like three kids, basically yeah. three kids. If you weren't going to get uh, a game. Moved to the other side of the country. So, so I was like, oh, I don't know. don't really know about that phone call. I was a bit thrown off by it. But, um, yeah, I reckon, uh, sure enough, their pick came along 24. And um, I I actually knew in my head that um, I'd, I'd been told before that I was – I was probably going to go um, to West Coast just a couple of picks after that, and then hey. it was probably going to it was, it was probably going to be the Blues a couple of picks after that if, if that <laughs> didn't go through. So, yeah, so um, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of a lot going on in my head, but um, yeah, the Cats pick came along, and I reckon I, I could tell that my name was going to get caught out, and, and bang, it did. And yeah, um, yeah oh, um, I had a rough idea where Geelong was. I knew it was just outside mm. of Melbourne, but Caitlin had no idea, and um, that was the first thing she did was. Um, get on Google Maps. Google, Google where Geelong is. <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, as you know, like your phone just starts going off, yeah, goes nuts yeah. from the moment um, you get drafted. It's actually pretty, pretty, uh, pretty special. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously, probably, probably get, got a few more cousins traded, you didn't realise, eh? Yeah, yeah, no, you do, mate, for sure. But um, yeah, mate, it was it was over. Um, it was pretty overwhelming. I, I had a had a Barbie at at Caitlin's house. Had all my you know close friends and family around and. Um, yeah, I think we, I think Channel Nine, Channel Seven were over pretty quick. So, um, yeah, got some video footage to always look back on, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. So was, how, yes. how long till you got on the plane? Was it pretty much the name read out? Like, mm. you know, all these young kids, especially when they first get drafted, they're on the plane. If you get drafted on Friday, you're on the plane on Monday. Is that what happened with you? You just straight down to Geelong? Um, oh, it, it happened pretty quickly. Not that quick. Um, I think, um, I think I was the only interstate interstater that year i think we, we only had we only had like four four draftees um that year but um i reckon we got i got drafted friday i was over i was on the plane wednesday mm-hmm. so i had a bit of time to you know wrap around my head and 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 plan for it and um yeah yeah that was good so tim you get to you get to geelong your first day what's going through your mind because you walk in so much history so much um you know so much tradition in that football club and, and you walk through those doors what's the first thing you're thinking about you kind of feel like you know at, like at at waffle level felt like i'd sort of made such like a name for myself and then you, you step inside an afl club where you're not really that known and um you know it, it's kind of like yeah like you got to start climbing start up that bottom. hill again Start from the bottom, yeah, one hundred percent. And um, yeah, like it was, it was, it was wicked. Like walking through for the first time, um, you know, seeing uh, you know a lot of guys who you know grown up, you know, idolising. You know, I've, I've said it quite regularly that guys like Joel and Patty and and Gaz, um, you know, I, I remember times looking at all their highlights on my phone, like as as a young and like just kicking back watching highlights, like, and and now and now you know. And now I'm now I'm on the list, and and now it was like, oh, I just want to play with these guys so bad, and and uh, it wasn't only those three. There's there a lot of guys there who, you know, even Scotty, um, you know, all the coaches and that, um, um, a lot of ex players. So, um, yeah, it was yeah, it was just a, a wicked atmosphere, and one that yeah, just wanted to to thrive in, and um, yeah, no, the last last two years um have been nothing but great to, for me, um, to be honest. So. Mm. Yeah, always. Um, yeah, always have a soft spot for the cats. That's the thing. Like I've never heard you talk shit about. You know, like players might be moved on, and then they can't come out and say something. Like that. The thing that I feel like the public and the media and all that kind of sort on. Maybe not the media, but they kind of respected that it was actual family reasons why you wanted to go home, not because you wanted to go somewhere because you weren't winning games or getting enough game time, whatever. So I think that's why there's a lot of respect um, and not too much shit talked about either when you wanted to 
you know, go back to WA. But just run me through, like, this is 2018 now. So you've been done, it's probably just done a pre-season, probably the hardest thing you've done in your life. I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know what your tank would have been coming into uh, the <laughs> Long Footy Club, but I probably would have uh, put a few Ks in those legs before the season started. Um, run us through coming into the new year and making a name for yourself. Because from, from your game, game one, pretty much, in the, in the, in the pre-season um, campaign, you just started on ball and just started killing it. Like, run us through, like, how do you go from yeah. that transition to the waffle straight into the AFL into a star side of team and just doing that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, um, yeah, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, say luck, luck or anything, but um, I just felt, yeah, I felt pretty good. And um, I just feel like, I felt like the last couple of years before that, you know, I just always said to myself, like, I reckon since sort of the back end of 2016, I feel like I've been on a bit of an incline um, personally, just with um, my game and um, just being more well-rounded as a player um, and being, you know, uh, being a lot more um, consistent um, throughout games. And I just felt like I was on a constant incline and, um, you know, just always reminding myself, like, you know, um, you know, don't, I, I never should, you know, I've always had an attitude like I'll never shy away from a challenge and, mm. um, you know, coming into a new league and, um, you know, I, I just always said to myself, like, you know, back yourself in, play with flair and, um, you know, don't worry about making mistakes and, and, and all the rest of it. And, and um, yeah, kind of just having that attitude and um, knowing that I've, I've worked really hard as well. Like, I've, I've, you know, in that preseason with the Cats, like I've, um, you know, it was a lot, lot stronger, a lot fitter. Um, Diet. So, you know, come game time, it was just time to put it all together now and, and, and just back myself in and play. And, um, yeah, you, you know what it's like. Once you get your first touch, you, you just want another one. And, <laughs> you know, you, you get your first goal, you want another goal. And, um, yeah, before I know it, it was just – I just got to a point where I just felt really comfortable, yeah. um, relaxed, and, um, you know, get a lot of confidence out of my preparation and the work I do during the week. And um, I know when I, when, I, when I tick certain things off um, – usually it leads to good on-field performances. So, you know, most of the time I'm walking out in the field and I'm, I'm pretty confident mm. knowing, um, you know, hopefully today's going to be a good day because I've, I've done this and I've done that. So, I yeah. just want to, with, with that, that is, you just made a good point. With that, so, you know how, like, when you're a bit younger and you got those injuries, say if that was you just got drafted and you started getting those injuries, it could have been one or two years and you're out the door. What do, you, what do you feel about the draft mm. age? Like, this is kind of our topic. What do you feel about the draft age? Do you reckon it's worked in your favour that you got drafted as a 22-year-old? Because if you got injured in those early days at an AFL club, we, we both probably know better than anyone else that they'll get rid of you in a heartbeat if you just can't live up to it. Do you reckon that couple of years yeah. in, this, in out of the system but doing your own, like, growing as a you know person and on your body and believing your skills has worked out for you? Like, would you go back and change it or nah? Um, yeah, look, t- to be honest, I... I don't think I'd go back and change it. Um, you know, I'm pretty happy with how with how things are, are, have worked out. And I, I, you know, personally, I still feel, um, you know, I'm 25. I feel like a young 25, and mm. feel like I still got a lot of years left left in me. And you got six years, um, in me, so yeah, got at least <laughs> six. So um, yeah, hopefully a few more after that. So yeah, um, but um, it's a hard one because you see, there's so many there's so many guns that. You know, you look at Sam Walsh came in last year, yeah. and there's been there's been many of them who come in at 18, and, and they're just ready to go and uh, young and hungry. Um, so it's a tough one because yeah, um, you know, the argument is you, you do miss out on a few of them yeah, sure. um, if you if you if you raise it up. Um, but I, I can see, I, I definitely see 
see the benefits of uh, lifting the draft age. Yeah. Um, mm. But it's yeah, like I said, it, it's a hard one because you do you do you would miss out on, on guns like Walsh mm. um, who are ready to go. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah bit, of, bit of a tough one for it me. Is a- Mitch, I remember, uh, I remember getting a phone call from Gaz um, after one of the early preseason match simulations at Geelong, and I remember him saying to me on the phone, he said, "Man, I don't know where Tim's going to play, but he's in the team. Like he's, <laughs> he's in our best 22." Like I, I remember he said that over the summer. You guys had a, a match simulation somewhere. It might have been down at Deakin University or somewhere, and he said, "I don't, I don't know where he's going to play, but he's playing. He's playing round one. He's, he's, he's going to be in the 22." So, you know, obviously you came in as you said. I mean, playing as a mid, and you see the midfield's just stacked. All these guys that you used to watch YouTube highlights of off your phone. Um, how did you kind of, I suppose, approach that football side? Because you had the confidence from from your teammates that you were going to make an impact. And as you said yourself, you kind of felt like you were on that incline. You had the confidence. I mean, it, it kind of sounded like everything was kind of working for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I reckon, um, you know, early on, early on, I was I was very hungry when I came over, you know, just just left, uh, just left Caitlin, um, just left my son. Um, you know, I came over ready to go, um, you know, guns blazing. Um, but it didn't actually work out like that. I, I, I assumed, um, I, I knew they sort of in preseason when, when you knew the club, they, they sort of, you know, baby you into it. But yeah. I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm 20, 23, um, you know, a lot older than, than, than the other guys they, they drafted as well. So, I kind of felt like, oh, well, they probably won't hold me back, but it was, it was, it was the opposite. They, they, oh, the I was, deep end. I was, yeah, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't. I was, I was baby, I was baby. Oh, well. oh, you so, were as well. Um, okay. I was, Damn. yeah. So, um, I was actually, you know, like, yeah, I was, I was, um, yeah, not gonna lie, I had a lot of frustration. Like, I was, um, sitting on the sidelines and, you know, we're just doing basic kicking and a bit of running and a bit of touch. And, um, you know, I was like, I felt like this, you know, this, this animal like locked in a cage and, <laughs> It was like, let me out. I want to, I want to go out there and play and, and train. And, and, you know, I'd be sitting on the sidelines. I'd be watching the drills. And I'm like, I can, like, I can do that. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll put me out there. I'll, I'll you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to do that. And, um, yeah, and, and and then, yeah, finally, I reckon, you know, just before Christmas, it was like, you know, we started getting introduced into, into drills. And, and um, yeah, just, um, yeah, for me, it was always, like, I just wanted, wanted to ball my hands at, all the time, like any player, you want you want want to, want to touch and fill the ball as, as much as you can, and 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 be dangerous around goals and, and all that, and um, yeah, and then and you know that it started to happen in drills, and then I started to gain confidence. Like okay, I'm doing in drills now, and then it was like okay, we're moving into to um, you know game simulation, and it was mm. like all right, well, you know, I'm doing that as well, and um, mm. yeah, and then you know preseason matches, you know, it felt like I was felt like I was playing pretty good, and um, yeah, obviously, um, I felt like I knew, I knew sort of after the second JLT that I was that I was going to play, and um, yeah, obviously, very special, very special moment playing your first game. Run us, run us through that because we'll we'll get to some other stuff soon. But like debut against Melbourne, three point win, your boy Tim Kelly is on the MCG with twenty one touches in a snag. Like, who flew over? 20, 20, 27. I said twenty seven. Oh, you said twenty one, mate. You said twenty one. Get it right. I've got it right. 21. I just checked it. I you said twenty one. I, I heard, would never, I bro. 21. I'm a statesman. I'd never sell you short. That's my accent from Tassie. No, you watch, you bro, re, you when I replay this, you got to text me and say sorry. I said twenty seven in a snag. I'll go back to that, but I'm definitely said twenty seven. Um, yeah, no, so play your first game, you man. Remember, you always remember your stats in your first game. So 
I remember the stats yeah. every game. Which you talk, you, I know you do too. You come <laughs> in and talk shit. But yeah, it's your first game. MCG beat Melbourne by three points. Unfortunately, they beat you in the final that year. But run us through that anyway. MCG. Yeah, um, it sounds like my story. MCG, 95,000, three goals and six, 16 touches, whatever kicker. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, it was wicked. Eh? It was um, wicked atmosphere. And oh, I'd never been to the MCG before. And um, yeah, playing there for the first game. And um, yeah, up against the D's. Um, yeah, it was, it was a wicked game. Mm. Um, I think Gorney uh, missed a shot. Oh, um, that's that game. In the, last, in the last minute. And I think, I think Hunt had a torpedo on the siren, but fell short. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was pretty pretty special game. Like, it was my debut. Uh, I think it was Joel's two fiftieth. Um, it was Gaz's first game back as a cat. Um, so it was like it was a pretty big game to play in. Like me and a few of the, I think, um, yeah, like uh, mm. Lockie Fogarty debuted with me, um, Savarada Galia, and yeah, you know, we both like we all like. We're like, fuck, this is a pretty, yeah. pretty big game to play in. Did you get um, any tickets or what? You know, uh, hey, <laughs> did you get any tickets for the family or not? Yeah, no, definitely. No, they looked after us. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely got a fair few. Had, had the family come over and, um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was pretty special. Way, right? um, mm. yeah, played well, kicked a snag. Um, yeah, and I reckon it was after that game that I was, I reckon throughout the JLTs, I think I showed little glimpses, I showed glimpses that I could play, but mm. that was, that was like, that was a big moment for me. Like, um, I sort of felt like after that game, it was like, well, I can do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I can do it. Like, I did it. Um, now, now the challenge is to, you know, not do it once, like do it again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and um, yeah, just that's that's just been my goal ever since. Just just be consistent and, and play as good as I can. And um, yeah, yeah, pretty special playing at the GA. Well, favorite, favorite place to play. Well, you don't like Optus. Oh. Played at Optus a few times, but um, mate, walking. I, I know, played. I know, MCG is like the home of footy yeah. and all that stuff. But <laughs> I, when I went, I went to Optus Stadium. We lost the three by a point, which is fucked. But um, <laughs> that ground, like, it was just so nice, like, like carpet, kind of concrete carpet, but it feels really good. And like the, going into the stadium and all like the away rooms got TVs everywhere. I thought that's like the most special ground I've ever played at. But obviously, the home of footy is where you want to do it, especially in finals time. But but yeah, I think yeah, I, I definitely I think, think that's a good ground. Yeah, I think the more and more I play on Optus, um, I feel a lot more comfortable there. But yeah, you know, with the G, like I played round one there, then I played round two. Um, mm. um, we had a big game against the Hawks Easter Monday um, in my first year, so it's just that that that, that oval was just always yeah. like even when I was at the Cats, like I'd rather really play at the G than than, than play at the Cattery, to be honest. Yeah. Um, what is it, GHMBA yeah. or some shit? I can't even get that word out. Yeah, G- yeah GMHBA yeah. and some <laughs> other letters, I think, that they get thrown in there yeah. from time to time. So you played 23? Yeah, oh, you go, yeah. bro. Oh, well, I was going to say, we, we, um, we'll, we'll touch on the, the WA stuff and, and Mitch's as well that he wants to roll through. But what, what was it like playing in Geelong? Because you've obviously grown up in WA. You know it's a footy town as well, a footy state, and obviously he's Fremantle. But what was it like playing in Geelong? Because, um, you know, they love their football just as much. Yeah. Oh, man, it's um, – you know, it, it is what it is. It's a, it's a um, small country town that, you know, love their footy and, you know, it's a one-team town. So um, everyone there is cats mad and – um, yeah, the support the supporters are nuts, and they they actually get behind the boys, and, and they love you. Um, yeah, it's 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 
different in Melbourne. Like Melbourne, there's so many. Like I said, there's so many teams there, and um, yeah, you're, you're out of that, and it's and it's just just one team. And yeah. um, sometimes it's, sometimes supporters can be a little bit full on, but that's your um, first taste you know, of it. When though, you see it, right. when you see it, yeah, when you see them out in public and stuff like that, they're they're, they're, usually, they're usually pretty good. You know, they they tend to leave you alone at times and and that. But um, yeah, they they rally around their boys. That's for sure. So. Yeah, I agree. I think they're pretty ruthless down there. When um, I was uh, playing on Joel Selwood and I was trying to put him in next week, but that's all good behind us. Um, <laughs> so you played twenty three games. I'm not going to mess my stats up again. You played twenty three games, twenty four <laughs> goals that year. That's a pretty good ratio. When um, when Caitlin and the kids uh, finally moved down, when, when was that? What, what? How early on in the year was that? Um, so I got drafted in. I got drafted in November. Mm. middle late november and they were over start of february yeah start okay. of february yeah so it was a, yeah it was a, there was, so there was a few months a few months there um obviously i wasn't away from them for, for that long like i um had a couple visits um um obviously christmas um fortunately enough that's when uh caitlin had our twins during yeah. during that during my two, two week break um so it was good i, I spent um yeah <laughs> yeah, got um, got to spend. I think it was eight days with them, and I think on the eighth day I was I was back to the cats. And um, yeah, I reckon that was you know put a bit of fire in my belly, you know, leaving, um, you know, and obviously just um, meeting you know my two new sons and mm. having a, having a, having to leave them was was definitely tough. But it just made me so much more hungrier to okay, well, all right, like I'll. Give him my give him my absolute all now, and you know, I got to get in this team, and um, you know I got to get got to get our own place, and 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 things like that. So um, yeah, just maybe a bit more a bit more hungry and gave me a lot more drive. But um, yeah, I was I was stoked when when they finally came over. Yeah, because it's kind of a, going to the next couple of questions, which you can answer whichever way you want. Um, it's obviously well documented about all this stuff. Like, was there a time in in the year your first year in AFL, obviously getting a bit homesick, or was it you know Caitlin? You know, I, I have two kids myself, so I could can understand how tough it would be. Like, I've had to come up to Brisbane. I've got no family here. It's it's probably the hardest thing you have to do, especially when you, you go to work all day and leave my home. What was kind of going through? Like, you're playing some great footy, averaging 22 touches a goal a game, whatever. What was kind of going on at home, I guess, for you, um, specifically just having to deal with all that, and um, which evidently at the end of the year you had to ask for a trade, didn't happen, whatever. But what, what was happening during the year? Like, was it building up or was it one of those things where you just kind of towards the end of the year like oh if we can get a trade done let's get a trade done was it one of those things or um yeah like it was um yeah it was a tough one you know like i I, um you know footy was going great Mm. you know had a great start to my career and um playing really good footy um and you know absolutely thriving in in the environment that that i was in and um obviously getting home and you know to be um you know such a different story i felt um especially caitlin felt extremely mm. homebound um as you as, as you know like um yeah having having no family and friends um you know close by um is tough and you know when you've got three kids under two and a half um mm. you know it's very it's very hard to leave the house you know the weather over there is most Crazy, of the time bro. you know cold and and miserable so you know, my, my twins were four weeks old when when they when when they moved over. So um, there there wasn't a lot of leaving the house, and yeah, to be honest, um, yeah, it it was tough. It was tough on cut. Like I was 
you know, I was loving life playing footy and that, and I'd get home and then it would sort of like I'd be, um, you know, seeing, I guess, so. see, yeah, seeing the world yeah. through her eyes a lot, and yeah. and uh, yeah, mate, it was tough, you know, it was, um, it was tough, you know, um, yeah, yeah, like I said, it was just really homebound, and um, yeah, I guess at the end of that year, it was obviously oh, I'd been approached by um, by clubs to to come back home, so. Um, it was definitely something we looked at, and, and something that we try to try to get done. Um, you know, given our given our circumstance and our situation, and um, yeah, it didn't didn't eventuate, and um, you know, we stuck strong and um, you know played out, uh, fulfilled fulfilled my contract, and um, yeah, and then you know, no doubt the second year being at home, it was it was a lot easier. I had my cousin come over and, and live with us, and um, you know that was great um, for me and Caitlin just to be able to have someone to, um, you know, someone we know and trust to, you know, watch the kids and, um, you know, we're, we're a bit weird. We don't, we don't dislike anyone, you know, we're, uh, looking after <laughs> yeah, the yeah. kids and that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was good having someone we know and trust, you know, my, my cousin's like my little sister and, um, you know, she absolutely loved coming over the, to um, to stay with us for the year. And it was good for me to come to be able to get out and, and do things like, you know, apart from footy, um, you know, I would hardly leave the house. Yeah. You know, like it, 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 like there was there wasn't much. Um, you know, me and Caitlin love getting out and socialising and, and and that and and having having kids. Um, it was just yeah, it was just tough and hard hard to really get out and do anything and enjoy yourself. And in the second year, it was a lot it was a lot more fun. Like not that we took advantage of that, but um, yeah, it was good getting out and, and having a good time. And um, yeah, and then I think that just sort of worked hand in hand with my footy. Like we were a lot more happy and. Yeah. playing a lot you know footy started you know i felt like i was I was playing better and and um and yeah and you know ultimately um you know put put ourselves in a position where you know we could you know fulfill my contract and um you know for us it was yeah you know we, we do want to get home and um you know that's where we're going to be a lot happier um and you know where we're going to end up end up anyway so um yeah of course enough you know eagles were able to get it done and um, yeah, you know, I've only been home for a short amount of time, but already know I've, you know, made the right decision. So, yeah, yeah I, I no understand. Regrets. Yeah, I understand how like all the trades and stuff go through. You kind of shitting yourself a little bit when you know West Coast have kind of said, yeah, we would like to make this trade done. How are we going to go about doing this? And then it's gone public. I've ha- I probably haven't seen it happen too much. Like a player <laughs> putting his hand up saying, yeah, I'll go to, I'll go home. That's fine. And then then still not getting done. Like. You can, you can say answer how you want, but going back to training and stuff like well, it's happened to Brisbane a couple of times. I think a lot of players have asked for a trade and didn't happen. <laughs> can you talk to me about the feeling that <laughs> going back to training that main day because the media built this shit up like the biggest thing I haven't seen it before. So I was like, wow, I wonder how he, I want I wonder know I wonder how he's feeling. I didn't know you at the time, so I wasn't going to text yeah. you. Run us run yeah, me through um, going back to day one of preseason after all that shit has gone down. Was it like text text beforehand saying, don't worry, mate. Like we understand your situation. Come back will be fine. All this. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, there was a bit of that. Um, there was a bit of that, and um, you know, like I, I um, yeah, like not gonna lie, it's, yeah, it's a bit daunting um, putting your hand up after a trade and then not getting done. You know, yeah. rocking up day one, it was, um, you know, fortunately enough, all, all the boys there, like they're a great bunch of blokes, and and they really um, really rallied behind me, and um, you know, for me, it was just about you know, okay, well, I, I just want to show them that. Like I'm here and and I'm committed. Yeah, you know, and I think um, I think you know who was it? 
think Pat Lee asked for a trade, and yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. He, you know, he's yeah. so he so he's going to be going through that same same yeah. scenario um, yeah. this year. And I'll did he, did he text you or not? Others, but... No, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. <laughs> um, no, he hasn't. Um, yeah, if you're listening, mate, um, text me if you, if you need, if you need, uh, if you need anything. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, look, uh, like it, yeah, it's tough. But for me, it was just like, right, well, I just want to prove to these guys I'm I'm here and um, I'm committed and going to do whatever it takes to yeah. you know to um, you know to keep their respect, you know, get their respect and their trust back. And yeah, they're they win knew, games, aren't they? You're not like I think, I think mm-hmm. they, yeah, I think they knew early on, you know, uh, you know. That I was hungry, and um, you know, all I wanted to do was was win a flag that year. So, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. it didn't happen. But, um, but um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, the the support I had from everyone was was, was great, and um, there was no one, you know, hanging shit on me. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I'd, I'd be into, you, but I'd be teasing you. So... I'd be like, I'm actually having a crack at you. I'm like, oh, you want to be here? Yeah. Let's go, man. Thanks for coming back. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, actually, your mate, your mate, uh, Zach Tui was. Uh, he'd always <laughs> give me a look, give me a little. Give me a little bit. Um, he little does. Bit he, that's him, though, man. He does it all um, the time. But um, but it was all in it was all in good spirits. But um, yeah, I think I think <laughs> deep down, I think all the boys, um, I think all the boys knew. I think everyone knew, you know. But um, well, Tui yeah. can't talk, man. He left no, Golden. What so what's he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, yeah. Danaher Dan- 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 put his hand up too. That didn't happen. I was, I was thinking of yeah. him as well. Yeah, yeah probably finishing fifth in the. Brownlow probably shows that you 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 know you were pretty committed to your football throughout um, throughout 2019. I, I spoke to a number of the Geelong boys and they they were you know so impressed with your professionalism throughout the whole year you know in terms of how you approached it. So you know winning the respect back, I don't think that was ever a thing because you never you know lost it. You know what I mean? I think so many people were understanding of your circumstances, but you know you yourself you wanted to to maintain that level of respect. So you know throughout. 2019 it would have been tough you know because obviously you understand that you're probably going to have to be in a similar situation at the end of the year i remember there was one press conference you did in perth i think you guys played over at wa and uh the geelong media department did they put you up yeah. uh to media in front of the perth media was that right yeah yeah i did um yeah that was pretty that was actually that was actually pretty cool um yeah we we uh we just so we just played sydney and straight from sydney um the whole team's gone straight to Perth. So um, I think uh, myself and a few of the boys went back to Melbourne, um, got our partners and, and then, and then we ended up coming, me and Caitlin came over the next morning um, to Perth and uh, we all stayed in Perth for the week. It was actually pretty cool. We, we trained um, for the whole week. We trained at my Sacramento, uh, where, where I got drive, Sacramento footy club, you know, mm-hmm. they opened the doors up for us and, and um, allowed us to train um, at their oval during the days. And, and that was wicked. Like it was like, like how does this? Mm. Um, and then yeah, um, I think after one of the training sessions, had to do, uh, had to do a press conference, and um, yeah, I can't remember exactly what came out of that, but um, yeah, I think it was a few, it was a yeah, a few, a few headlines came out of that actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it kind of, it kind of almost took the pressure off a bit really because i mean the fact that you fronted up in perth i mean no one could say anything from that point onwards and it kind of felt like in many ways yeah, it was probably they, a relief to to do it there yeah no it definitely was like, i think i think there was a few things that 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 got said and um you know it was a way for me to sort of yeah like you know front up and say well this is how i'm feeling about this, this is how i'm feeling about that and um yeah it was kind of after that i think i sort of got left alone um, for a while sometimes that's the best thing you can do like I know I know a lot of players like to you know every, everyone's different you know some people don't don't like the um, 
you know, seeing themselves. And, and that took me a while to get used to, like going Many on my newsfeed. And like, oh, shit. Like, this is like you're looking at this article. Oh, bang. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I've said this. And then, yeah. and then, you know, it's, 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 and then you, you see the exact same article, but with a different photo on a million other outlets. And, and, mm. uh, you know, you start reading them. Oh, it's the same one. It's the same one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, Welcome but, to Brit you know, Podcast, yeah. man. That's why we started this fucking podcast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, um, no, it's, you know, that was, yeah, that was good for me just to, yeah, say, you know, answer up, front up. And um, I reckon after that, I sort of got left alone. And and, if, and I think um, more people started to see, you know, things from my perspective and um, I guess some of the things I, I was dealing with. And, um, you know, but, you know, never, never once let it uh, affect, you know, the way I was going about it or, you know, the way I, the way I played the game, so I can um, tell yeah. you've had your you've had your another great year in 2019. Like this is pretty remarkable. Like your second year in footy, and you've gone and done this. I want to talk to you about like obviously in the in the in the season you've been playing some great footy. You're racking up the Brownlow votes to be fine at the end of the year. You know, finished fifth in the Brownlow, second in the best and fairest. How how's the finals been for you? Because the year before you lost to the Demons in their and their big run for their finals campaign, you lost that, and then you lose to Richmond in the prelim. Do you, I just want to understand. Because I've made a few semis, but I've never made it that far. I just want to know, um, playing in finals for you, you play some great footy in those finals. What's it like um, getting there? And obviously the end result, not making the grand final, where you guys probably touted as being, you know, we finished top of the ladder, but you guys like mm. probably winning the grand final. How did you deal with that pressure in playing in the finals for the second time? Yeah, um, you know, that, that's why you play games. You want to play finals. And um, first year, you know, we were a pretty pretty average team very inconsistent and mm. it showed um you know we got pumped by melbourne uh but you know the following year we were you know a much more organized team and um you know showed it um you know getting the minor premiership and yeah um yeah it definitely sucks like not um you kind of feel like um you, know, you finish that high up the ladder like you the grand final sort of in sight but um it just doesn't work that way you know you gotta be disciplined at all times and um, yeah, it hurts a bit. I actually haven't watched the um, the the Richmond game. Why not? Um, yeah, thirty one and back. thirty one and three. <laughs> Why wouldn't um, you watch it yeah, back? <laughs> actually, nah, nah, we lost, mate. And yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty tough. Um, pretty, pretty I watched obviously watched the grand final the week after, and yeah, it was pretty tough because um, yeah, I mean, in hindsight, if we if we you know we're 21, 21 points up at half time and. Mm. Um, you know, if we if we get through, we you know, who knows? We most likely go on to win. Um, I think, but um, but uh, yeah, so it was pretty tough watching watching the grand final. But yeah, I haven't actually watched the the prelim back. But you know, finals footy goes up another level, and um, yeah, oh, I I just can't wait to get back to that point and and you know, give us give myself another crack. Yeah, well, I've watched the, I watched pretty much watched that finals because I was a little bit flat, did my hammy, so I had a Plenty of time to watch you guys mm. kill yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, mate, mate, don't even start. So, I was watching the finals, and that's probably uh, you're one of those players who I think um, turn on in the big moments. And you know, your finals says it to itself. You beat West Coast. You had 18 and two. Richmond 31 and three. Couldn't do too much about that. Obviously, I'm pretty sure you guys would have gone on to win the grand final, to be honest. But that's you know, he say she say. Anything can happen. But um, so that so grand finals has been done. Um, you guys went involved. Run, run us through. Uh, the next process in your career because you've gone to West Coast on a six-year deal. 
Um, the Cats have received pick 14, 24, 37, and a 2020 first round pick. You want me to run, run me through um, how that kind of went down? Like you just finished a grand final. You're going to be up prelim. You're going to be flat about that. Um, what was the next footsteps for you um, after obviously you have your exit reviews and stuff? Yeah, well, um, yeah, obviously for me, I sort of already knew what, what was going to happen next. And yeah. um, Did you know early on? Yeah. Obviously you guys have said, yeah, we'll do another year on mm. my contract. Did you know earlier on or you just like – I was going to focus on my footing no matter what, and then whenever the season finishes, that's when we'll just start talking. Or was it like, nah, we'll get it done? Um, no, nah, it was more like, yeah, well, let's... Um, obviously, my manager um, Does was his job. doing his job, you know, um, we, we, which was great. It just allowed me to just to focus on playing footy. And, yeah, um, yeah obviously, I, I, I knew where everything sat and, um, you know... Uh, not going to lie, the cats put a pretty good pitch in late, but um, yeah, it was yeah for us. It, it came down to you know where we're going to be most happy, and and um, yeah, eventually um, it was a matter of you know West Coast and, and Geelong, um, you know, getting the deal done, and um, yeah, I can't remember exactly what the picks were that that got that got put up, but um, yeah, I think it was a great great deal for. For both clubs, I think Geelong will be extremely happy with with what they've got, and and I'm no doubt that's going to help them for their future and that. So, um, so yeah, and and um, obviously you know West Coast West Coast got me, so um, yeah, I think is yeah, I think it was a great outcome for for both clubs. Yeah, did Freo ever come to the table at all? I know you like, or was it from get go? Now nah, I'm going to West Coast or Geelong. Was that that's, is that how it worked out? Obviously, your manager's behind the scenes doing a lot of work and stuff. He would have told you whoever's throwing. Mm. I'm sure other AFL clubs would have been throwing deals that you're not just those two. But was it, was it, um, I'm going to West Coast? That's, it, that's anything I want to do? Or was it, oh, Freo, what you got? Um, yeah, look, no doubt. Um, Freo were um, very interested, uh, very interested. Um, but, um, yeah, there was just a, a few things that um, went on, you know, within, within our dealings and, um, ultimately, we just felt a lot, a lot more comfortable, mm. um, you know, going to West Coast, and not only that, you know, as I said before, it was a, um, you know, it's always been. I grew up, uh, grew up a mad West Coast supporter. Yeah. Um, always been uh, a dream to play for the club, and um, you know, I was always, I was always um, slightly leaning their way, and um, you know, they throughout the years of, of disappointment, I always had. Um, you know, someone from there sort of giving me um, some sort of form of what I need to be doing, where, where you know, um, things to work on and improve. And um, I've always sort of had some form of communication. And, you know, like I said, it, you know, the big the big thing was felt I felt really comfortable going there and um, felt like that's where I was going to play my best footy. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing against Fremantle whatsoever. It was just, yeah, just my preference and, was and, it? Yeah. Was it Paul Hazelby that kind of ruined it because he uh, tried, to, <laughs> <laughs> tried to get you playing for the, the Rezies when you were younger and got oh. you oblique twisted off the fucking bone? Or? <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't Hayes. Definitely wasn't Hayes. No, he's, he's, a, he's a good fella. Um, oh. And yeah, always he's always pumping me up. So yeah, yeah. Um, keeping me in my good books. <laughs> yeah. So, so Tim, you obviously, you know, you've, you've gone through such a journey, man, to get to where you are now. And, and you spoke about the days of, of, you know, end of 2017, if you didn't get picked up, it was probably, you know, going to be it. You, you probably couldn't see yourself making it to the league. Always grew up wanting to play for West coast. Uh, and you finally get there, you know, you finally, you know, 
put yourself in a position where you, you get to the to the team that you grew up barracking for. What was that moment like when when the the news finally came through throughout the trade period that 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 deal was going to get done? What was that kind of moment like for you? <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, yeah, it was wicked. You know, like hadn't hadn't have um, the the disappointment the year before, which. Which now, like, you know, it, it was a disappointment at the time, but, um, you know, I look back and, you know, it was, it was a bit of a blessing, you know, I went back to Geelong and, um, you know, had a, you know, had another good year and, um, you know, wouldn't change um, anything, anything there. So, uh, but having that in the back of my mind, it was like, okay, well, um, having known firsthand how, how ruthless the, the trade game can be, um, you know, I was, I was a bit worried, but, you know, fortunately, you know, West Coast came to the table and, and um, got things done pretty early. I think I was, I was one of the first ones. You know, right? One of the one of the first mm, ones done. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, really felt for um, you know the guys like Hilly and and a few of the other guys who you know they kind of don't get done till the last day. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know why they get done. I think it's I think it's the uh, should shorten it. You know, just to build yeah, just to build it up or whatnot. That um. It's a bit it's, of cat and mouse, isn't um, yeah. it? Like you know, chicken on your road. Like who's going to go first? And, oh, what's your best <laughs> hand? Everyone gives it. It's like it's like you're trying to buy yeah, a house. Yeah. You've just gone through it. You don't mm. give your best offer up first, obviously. <laughs> I think that's just shorter, to be honest. To like, yeah. like four days mm. max. But <laughs> I'm gonna say, so you're just in West Coast now. You, you, you're doing your thing. Run, run it through. Um, you've done all this preseason. We talked. We talked about it at the start. Done all this preseason. Um, we know how hard that is as us players. Sean doesn't know how hard it is. Um, Oh no, I'm I'm built like an athlete, mate. I'm, I'm I get it, I get it. I know what you're going through. Yeah, no, you look good. You look good. Yeah, so you've done all this preseason. Um, oh, I saw a quote from someone. It might have been Shuey has come. Was it Shuey? One of the big midfielders in, in your team was like, "Oh, he's coming here. If you don't like it, um, good luck to you." Um, run us through, run us through coming into the team and uh, choosing, choosing what you choosing like the club that you want to go to and starting all that up. Um, being at West Coast, I know I know it's pretty crazy over there. I don't understand how big it is in WA. Um, but I do know it's pretty big. Run us through your, your time at West Coast so far and what you're looking forward to. Yeah, um, it you know it it kind of feels um, as I'm sure you already know it, when, when you move clubs, it, it kind of feels like you've just been drafted again. You know, it's your phone start, Yeah, your phone starts going off again, and um, you know all the boys messing you. You know, um, welcome to the club. Can't mm. wait to catch up. All those sorts of things and. Um, yeah, it's a bit different because when you, you know, um, when you, like for me, when I first rocked up to Geelong, it was kind of like you're a bit of a nobody. And then rocking up to West Coast, it was completely different. Like you're, you're you know, got a bit of a name for yourself and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but um, but no, it was great. You know, everyone's everyone at the club really welcoming from from the staff, you know, to, to all the plays. And, and um, you know, I, I rocked up to, you know, I was pretty pretty keen to get in and, like earn the respect of the players. So I got in and, and trained with the younger guys, you know, two weeks before all the yeah. senior, rest of the senior players um, showed up and, and that was good, you know, getting to, getting to know a few of them and, um, and, and yeah. And then I, cause I felt, I look back and ha- had I rocked up on day one when everyone, like everyone's back, yeah. it, it was just too much names and um, <laughs> Nick, not only that, like you, like you, yeah, the nick, nicknames and, and, and the staff, like the staff really threw me off, takes me, Takes me a while to, to to get to know all the staff members' names and and their nicknames and what and whatnot and what everyone does and that. So um, yeah, so the first two weeks were like you know were, were really really cruisy for me and and and, and was good and um, yeah, it's just it's been good just getting to know the boys and 
you know, building that chemistry, um, you know, working closely with, with the guys in the midfield and um, playing a little bit forward as well. So just getting a getting a feel for, for their structures and, and the way they like to play. And Who do you like kind of brother up with? I know Jermaine came up with you. Obviously, that's a little bit of a link there. Um, who did you click with at the start? Was there any, any big names that you like? Oh, I wouldn't mind playing with this guy. Let's, let's see what he, see how he does his business. Anyone take you by surprise? Like, or you pretty much just comfortable um, with I reckon, I reckon I've, I mean, I've known a few of the, few of the boys for a while now, like Liam Ryan, I, I played, played against him in the waffle. We, we both got drafted the same year. Mm. Um, you know, Brendan Archie um, played, um, oh, Cal plays with you at the moment. Yeah, Cal plays with me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I played, I played with both Brendan and, and Cal um, at South and um, yeah, both seen, seen them, you know, get drafted and, you know, it's great now. Um, played round one with with Brendan, and yeah, haven't played for him for years. So, um, you know, guys like that. Um, you know, Willie. Um, mm. you know, fingers crossed we hear something pretty soon. Um, I think with, so. Fuck. With, no. yeah, with um, yeah, with, with with him. But yeah, fingers crossed we hear something soon. And um, yeah, can't wait to get him back and and be playing with him. So, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, pretty close to to a few of the boys and that. And I wouldn't say I've sort of gravitated to any one person but yeah it's probably been a collective um yeah it's been great just getting to know them and yeah like like any club they're, they're all you take good, your time. good bunch of people and yeah what do you got for him sean yeah absolutely well i think i think like looking looking back into this year i mean you you probably again with geelong it was all about earning the respect and of your teammates and having the sense of wanting to belong and now you kind of do feel like you belong going into your, your third year in the in the game Did, what's the mindset like now I mean how do you kind of approach 2020 again albeit in a, a different kind of a year given the circumstances around the, how the season portrays now but how do you how do you kind of attack this year because every year has been a different theme for you but now that you've kind of not just belong but you're, you're one of the stars of the competition I mean how do you how do you kind of approach it and do you do you feel like one of the stars of the competition knowing how people kind of regard you um Oh look, I definitely think there's a lot more pressure on me um, this year. But you know, there's there's been there's been pressure on me, you know, from from day one. You know, I was pick twenty four, pick pick twenty four in the draft, and you know, as a as a twenty three year old, and um, I, you know, through having a, a good first year, you know, we're slowly starting to see more mature ages, you know, get picked, which which is great, um, you know, and then didn't have the didn't have the trade go through so it was you know last year it was all about okay well how's he gonna how's he gonna how's he gonna respond now Mm. you know and then you know and then and then i did 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 what i did and and you know um now it's okay he's been traded um you know a bit more pressure to perform has he like so every every year there's there's been something and um you know that that's that's good you know I, i you know i accept it um you know i embrace challenges and um yeah, like I, yeah, I love playing footy. So, um, you know, I can't really say much more other than you know my footy's going to do the talking, and yeah, can't wait, can't wait to play, and hopefully it's not too far away. So you got you got six years up there. We'll wrap it up in a minute, but you got six years uh, back at the Mighty Eagles. How's how's the family going? We know you've been a pretty big advocate for autism and stuff with your kids. How, how's that all tracking? Um, anything like that you want to talk about as well? Because that's obviously obviously been a big thing for you whilst you're in Geelong and now you're up here. Yeah, well, look. So that was um, that was that was a big that was that was 
that was the biggest reason yeah. um, for wanting to get home. You know, like, um, you know, at the end of the day, as long as as long as I've got Caden, as long as, as long as I've got my boys, like, I could care less where I am. You know, yeah. but um, you know, mm. my oldest son when he was two uh, got diagnosed with autism uh, within a matter of weeks from us. Um, from us uh, moving to Geelong, mm. so that was pretty. That was pretty tough to take in the first year, and it was okay. Well, uh, in you know, my son's nonverbal, so it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna do all these mm. speech therapy sessions, um, yeah. you know, OT sessions, and you know, all the rest of it. So, um, being able to trying to do all that, especially well, you know, I'm not, I wasn't home all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm. um, as I said before, I was obviously home a lot more than I was when I was mm. in Waffle, but, um, but you know, a lot of times where you know you do travel, um, and. I have no family and friends around. Like it was tough on Caitlin to be able to, to be able to manage all those things. Like, okay. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that they teach you, like uh, that they try and implement with your child, you have to, it's like homework for you. Like yeah. you have to drum mm. it into them like over yeah. and over again. Repetitive so stuff. It was tough. Yeah. yeah it, it is real repetitive. So it was like, it was tough on Caitlin to be able to do all that, keep the household clean. Mm. Um, and look after my twins, like as look after the twins <laughs> yeah. as well, like do do it all. So um, that was, you know, that was a big. It was like, okay, well, you know, we need we need we need our family around. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a matter of oh, I want to go home, so I got yeah. mum and dad around the corner. But it was like we, we actually need well, like we actually need that them, network like, to be able to yeah that yeah. network to be able to take the kids away. And okay, well, bang, I can I can have one on one time with with Tykeem and and give him exactly what he needs and. Um, you know, and then, and then the second year it was, you know, you try not to compare your kids, but it's kind of hard when you've got twins and you've got one who's, you know, playing peekaboo and, you know, uh, making all these noises and is really like switched on. And then the other who's just not quite there and is not really, um, doing the you same know, not, things really, on, the on, kids not really doing the same things. And, and, you know, it was, it was, you know, we, we sort of knew we're like, okay, well, you think, you think, you think Trey's autistic and sure enough, get him, get him get him assessed and, and it's the same thing. So it was, okay, well, you know, we've got, we've got three, got three boys, two of them, two of them with special needs and, and need a lot of work and, and care. And mm. it was, it was, it was probably when, when Trey got diagnosed that we, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, we, we, we got to get home. Yeah. You know, we got to get home for the right reasons. Yeah. And, you know, some of, you know, it's quite, quite scary. There's, um, you know, it's tough for, um, you know, any child out there that has got a disability, but, Especially for the ones that you know, this this is disability that you can't really see. It's you know, the you know, my my, my boys are beautiful boys. They they look absolutely normal, but they yeah. just you know they they, yeah. they can't speak. It, you know, it can just be passed thing. up as personality, like a lot of people think. Oh, I just yeah. introvert is quiet, but realistically, that it's yeah. struggling inside to learn these things. Though. Yeah. So um, you know, it's you know, um, you know, it's not all bad. You know, my my boys are you know they're beautiful natured boys mm. and. Um, you know, once we get that communication part right, like things are things are gonna yeah. be amazing you know, yeah. from 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 that point on. And you know, even like you know, we me, me and Caitlin laugh because our one of our twins, Tariq, who's he's you know our our normal child. He you know he's saying everything. He's so bubbly, he's yeah. crazy. Um, he's you know he's almost hard like he's hard harder work than than the other two are you know <laughs> i see him shaking so not, shaking his booty sometimes with some music it's pretty yeah, funny to see bro. oh man he loves he loves, loves dancing. dancing but um yeah <laughs> yeah but no like it's not it's not all bad it's not all bad but um you know they they, they you know 
they were they were the biggest reasons for for getting home. So you know, yeah. wouldn't. Me- yeah. Yeah. Mitch, I remember um, uh, Joe Ingalls from the, the Utah Jazz. I remember when he called me and uh, himself and, and Renee's partner found out that um, one of one of their twins was was um, on the spectrum and just sort of learning about that and really understanding the need for family support. I think that's the one thing that a lot of people just don't realise is is the, the real, uh, when, when you don't have that family support around you, it's really tough. And he's playing in the NBA in Utah and he's so far away from his family in Melbourne. So I can yeah. imagine, you know, the same as yourself, you know, how tough that actually would have been yeah no doubt um yeah i I, i've seen um a lot of i've seen a few like campaigns and um links and and stuff like that Uh, having um joe ingles and he's very vocal uh with how he speaks about um you know what um what him and his partner are dealing with with their child and and you know very vocal about you know um raising awareness and whatnot so um, yeah, mate, not going to lie. Like it is, it, you, you have your moments where, um, you know, it's, you, you've got this, you got these beautiful kids and they, they can't tell you how they feel, mm. you know, um, you know, and it's not, not all, uh, kids on the spectrum, are nonverbal. Um, some of them, a lot, most of them do speak, but, um, you know, and, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully for, for, in our case, um, and a lot of people out there, that it's not a for everything. Like we, you know, we got a lot of hope that, um, you know, with with the right care and you know a lot of like repetitive um, treatments and things like that, that um, things are going to turn around. And hopefully, like it, we've heard a lot of stories that it could be like a flick of the switch. Like one day something just flicks, and before you know it, they you can't shut them up. So yeah, um, yeah can't wait for that day to happen. Absolutely. Well, fuck, that's about wrapping this up. Um, I know it's going to be a big year yeah. for you, mate, because as soon as we get back, I'm sure you're going to show that hunger and that uh, that heart that you've had in your whole career so far that you you seem to find a way when um, the pressure's on. So I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, deal with all that this year. Thanks so much, mate, for coming on the, the podcast. I know your time is very expensive um, to try and get you on here. Uh, but, uh, invoice, uh, don't invoice us or invoice Mitch at least yeah, if you, no, if you need to. I'll send it through to our, our managers that I'll sort it out. But um, no, I do appreciate you coming on, man. It's, it means a lot for us. Um, love this story and I can't wait to put this out. Hey, thanks, boys. Appreciate it for having me on, eh? No worries. Appreciate it, man. That's Tim appreciate Kelly. It. Woo! Nah, Damn. Thanks, Get it. <laughs>